Good morning, Boker Tov, Buenos Dias, Sabah Lecher. This is Shana Fold here from Tel Aviv with the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm here to give you the daily headlines so you can get caught up quickly. Today is Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. Let's get to the news. Unfortunately, I am the news for this first story of the Israel Daily News Podcast. Let me explain. Last night, I was sitting on the big rocks looking out at the shore in Charles Clore Park between Tel Aviv and Jaffa, and while I was contemplating the challenges in our world, my bag was stolen from me. Someone came and pretended to take a picture near me while another, I assume, swiftly lifted my bag and walked away. I did not even notice. Well, the person made off with my cell phone, keys, 50 shekels, and my favorite water bottle. In truth, I am so lucky that I did not have my wallet in that bag. I always say that women's clothes are made with an unfair disadvantage. Men's clothes have pockets, while women's clothes usually don't. And it always puts us at risk of having our most important items stolen from us. I just happened to have a blessing with me last night that caused me to leave my wallet at home, choosing instead to just go out with a little cash on me in case I wanted to buy an ice cream after my beachside ponder. This is also a scary moment in terms of our economy because it means that if people are out stealing, it's likely because there's a lack of work. If anyone else has a story like this, please send me a message so I can continue to investigate this sad problem. And just to note, I've had what may be a very false sense of security here in Tel Aviv and in Israel. I I really feel that it's a safe place to live, but I think that it's also important to always be alert and aware and keep your items close to you. Moving on. Last night, protests broke out, this time with 34 people arrested for disturbing the peace in Jerusalem. Though the protests were reportedly peaceful, police started closing things down at around 1 a.m. outside of the prime minister's office. Demonstrators are asking for better government management of the coronavirus, and some called on the prime minister to resign over his charges of bribery, fraud, and breach of trust. Protesters also said the measure Netanyahu put in place to allow new legislation regarding the coronavirus to go through without parliament approval would remove a valid and needed legal supervision. So basically, Netanyahu put an order through that would allow the coronavirus cabinet to pass regulations more easily without having to go through the other powers that be, and people just say that this is really going to remove the validity that's needed. Frustrated restaurant owners and social workers who social workers have been on strike for more than two weeks also appeared at the protest. One woman protested topless while sitting on top of a decorative menorah in the traffic circle outside of the Knesset building. She told reporters that the expression was meant to change perceptions and get the attention toward the changes social workers need. I didn't cover this story yesterday, but Israel is openly behind an airstrike in Syria's capital region of Damascus. It's not the first time for Israel, and it's clear that Israel is not targeting Syrians, 
but rather Iranian-backed terror groups that operate in that area. Hezbollah-controlled media reports claim one of their members was killed during the strike Monday night. They said the attack was an act of Zionist aggression and warned of future attacks coming from Lebanon. In the past, when confirmed members of Hezbollah have been killed by Israel, it has caused threats and actual attacks at the northern border. That includes an armed drone attack on military bases that happened last August. So let's hope that things are controlled moving forward. For anyone who is new to the podcast, I want to give myself a proper introduction. I'm Shanna Fold. I live in Tel Aviv, Israel. But before moving, I completed a bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism and Spanish before becoming a writer at New York One News in Manhattan. Then I moved to Israel and grew into a field reporter and anchor at ILTV in Tel Aviv and Israel Now News in Jerusalem. I'm also the host of the Sunset Series, a weekly Monday night happy hour talk series. The teenager responsible for killing American-Israeli Ari Fold has been officially sentenced to life in prison. The Judea military court also ordered the 17-year-old to pay Ari's family 1,250,000 shekels. Fold was stabbed to his death in a Gush Etzion shopping center, an area outside of Jerusalem. Fold had been standing outside of a supermarket when the teen approached him and dug a knife into him several times in several places. The boy then continued to try and attack an employee at a nearby falafel stand when Fold pulled out a gun he had on him and shot him. He likely saved that employee's life, or at least that's what she'll tell you. Ari's wife Miriam said, Ari is our hero. He learned to protect the country and the Jewish people on social media, in army reserve duty, in advocacy, and we expect the court to protect him as he protected the land of Israel. Only a life sentence is suitable for such an abominable act. Now, I know what you may be thinking. His name is Fold. My name is Fold. I'll explain. Before moving to Israel in 2018, I got a message from my father's cousin suggesting I get in touch with Ari because he was a media personality here in Israel. She said he could be our cousin and that I should investigate the family tree and also seek his advice for my career in broadcast journalism. Well, two weeks into my move, Ari was killed and I never got the chance to ask him. Life is short, people. You have to move fast. That is what I learned from that experience. I care so much about you, about my listeners. I am trying to end each day with something interesting or something happy for you so that you can feel good as you go on. So let's get to a story written by my editor, David Brin from the Jerusalem Post. And when I say editor, I mean my editor when I'm writing, not when I'm doing my podcast. He's become even sort of a mentor to me since we met in September of 2018 when I had first moved here to Israel. This is the story of peanuts. Did you know that Israel grows some of the best peanuts in the world? Well, if not, that is because these nuts that are grown in the country's south never touch the lips of Israelis. They're imported out to the rest of the world, and we get peanuts imported from China and peanut butter made from a peanut 
powder mix. How do I know? We can thank Jason Cohen for doing this research. He's an immigrant from the U.S. who is an anesthesiologist and pain management specialist. While home in quarantine, he began to wonder why Israel lacks healthy, tasty peanut butter. Well, like any Israeli, he decided to go find out why and fix the problem. Cohen says 99% of peanuts sold in Israel are from China, and that Chinese soil often has toxins in it, including nicotine. He also complained that the peanut butter on Israeli shelves has two inches of oil sitting on top of it and that it is not good or tasty. He is now running an all-Israeli peanut butter business with his wife and kids. They are currently working on getting the product kosher certified. Great job, Jason Cohen. Maybe we can interview him in the future and ask him some more questions about his interesting peanut butter business. All right, well, that is it for today's news. Today is Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. We've got a low of 24 and a high of 29 degrees Celsius in Tel Aviv. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 85 in the central city. Thanks for getting caught up with me. And don't forget, subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Please reach out and let me know who you are and where you're listening from. I want to write with you in mind when I do the news. I'll send you off into the middle of this week with Schmoozin', a classic Israel Daily News podcast song from my friend. He's an advocate for the oppressed. He's a rapper around the world. His name is Rami, but he's known as Kosha Dills. Have a great and productive day. The models above me, models above me. I know you love me. Boy, chick, it's been years since my Bristol. Mr. Potato, West our brisket, Kanish flow for clunk. Bigger fucks in around, and you ain't never from on tour when I'm coming to town. Trave Tuchis, ladies be under my gown. Yentas on, young diff, and they run in their mouth. Ask Sadie with a fat Zuffig up in the house. This is for my baby mamas and my bubby who down. So I snore so loud when I sleep, I can't. Dream about fresh sticks and a way to dance. With a nice girl who crash, and she like my pants. If she the wipe my smack a bad, ask her friends. Kish, kish from Canada's in the kibbutz room. Holy moly, shimoli. She looking for a shit soon, but I'm straight with sugar now. Spitzing like a minute June. Be a mensch is really cool. Yenders in the house, y'all feeling you. Who's in for bringing the party? Who's in for bringing?